The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome to lunchtime. Good afternoon, one and all. It is Juan. Well, she is in studio, and the phones are already lit, which is always a good sign on this Friday. Good sign anytime. It is our friend, psychic medium, Jody Lynn. Happy February. You too. You look great as always. Thank you. You as well. You give off such positive vibes. People always seem to enjoy our back and forth. Someone asked me, you know, every time I listen, the two of you just both seem to like have the same vibe and connect. And I said, it's it's legitimate. It's we real, do. right? It's awesome. It I is love, awesome. I love my visits. All right. <laughs> You're funny. So do everyone else. Everyone <laughs> on the line, be patient. Now, I always like to treat this that I am hearing you for the first time mm-hmm. and I'm riding in the car. I'm at home, wherever I may be at work. If I want to get in touch with you, here's what I know. You have a website. And it's Jody-Lynn.com. Yep. Right? Yes. Now, but I want people to understand. It's J-O-D-I-L-Y-N-N.com. Correct. That's important. Right. The now, yeah. let's just say someone says, you know what? I wouldn't mind calling and leaving a message because mm-hmm. they are going to leave a message. People can call and leave a message to Absolutely. make an appointment to see you. Mm-hmm. And that number is 401 401- Nine nine six nine nine Now, what I want people to understand is they can call and leave a message or, and this is very important, they can go to the website, learn more about you, and then also put in to make an appointment. Yeah, absolutely. And I usually tell people to um, check out the website anyway. So yes. that way they're able to find out a little bit more about me. They can yep. make some testimonials. So that way they're comfortable reaching out to me and they know my credentials as well. Yep. I um, Before we go to the phones, folks, um, I, I, I want to start off with that because, and again, I get a lot of feedback whenever I have you on. It's always positive. But someone said, you know, um, Juan, you're so familiar with her. Can you give, you know, a little bit of her backstory? And I say, you know, I've, I've interviewed you, obviously, here. I've interviewed you on television. Mm-hmm. Um, I get so much email, sometimes, you know, sporadically, things like that. It's, it's positive. It's people that you've impacted over the years. But for someone listening to the first time and saying, who is this psychic medium, Jody Lynn, what will they find when they go to the website? Um, they're going to really, when they read the testimonies or read a little bit about me, I'm very humble about my gift. Yep. Very humble. But I like to keep things small. I like things um, personal. Um, I am continuously being experimented on, so to speak. Yes. Um, um, You know, part of different universities and that kind of stuff. I'm continuously learning. I do not have an ego. I always feel like... You know, there's more that I can share with people. And I think that's the biggest part of me is that I'm just genuine. I am who I am, and I like to help people. And and I would like you to touch on that um, because you do help people. And if there's someone listening right now, how do you like to explain how you, you might be able to help someone? A lot of times some, when they walk in my door, um, you can just tell the weight on their face. Or the sadness that they carry, you know. Yep. And I just take my time. Even if I'm in the middle of a busy day, you know, if someone really needs me, I'll just kind of grab them by the hand and I'll take them in the back, you know, my office area and I'll sit with them. And 
I just do it. Like, I just talk to them and I just open myself up. And you can just see uh, life coming back. You can see the air coming in. And I, I get just so almost as emotional as they do because it, it's almost like they're coming back to life a little bit. If just for a short time, just knowing that their loved ones are okay. But it's not just necessarily about communicating with those that they, you know, that, that were lost as well. Like people come in and they need direction or, you know, just help me. I feel like my, my life is off kilter when I'm here. And just having that time and having that connection with the people and using any God-given gift that I have to help people through what I think is the darkest time. It is. That's, that's why I do what I do. You know, and it's still such an unknown. Um, there's a great film. And I was, I've seen it several times, and I was watching clips of it. I, I don't know, remember why, but over the weekend on YouTube. And it's so powerful, even today, but it was the film Ordinary People. Right. Starring Timothy Hutton and Mary Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. And it's a family in Chicago. And there's that, you know, the story of people. It's based on a book, but then Donald Sutherland. And, and, um, and it's two young brothers on a raft. And then they're fooling around. And then the brother, Bucky, who falls off the raft and drowns and just... How devastating and impactful that is on his younger brother, right. Timothy Hutton, and the problems it creates within the family and then the boy and the mother. And, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Judd Hirsch, who, who I thought was so good in that as the doctor, um, who was then Judd Hirsch from Taxi, but, and really filters out you know, everything that is there. But my point is, it just shows that the deep wounds that can happen and just infest after, you know, what happens most of the time? Someone passes away, people maybe stop by the week, maybe they go, this morning, somebody went to a funeral and they're already back in the office. Just stop by. But for the family, it can be life-changing. And I don't mean in a good way. No, absolutely not. Um, um, There's an organization um, helping, helping parents heal. And actually, um, I'm on it. I was just called to kind of like volunteer my time and meet one Wednesday a month. We have a Rhode Island chapter now, so you can find that on Facebook. Um, But it's a national organization, and and it's that's where I see a lot of devastation is is with parents that have to bury their children. Oh, God. Um, that, That is just something... I can't even explain to you the emotions that you see because yeah. that's not supposed to happen. No. That's not supposed to happen. Um, so that's why I always I always like to put that plug out there for helping parents heal, you know, get in touch with that organization. But it's it's amazing the weight that people carry around, the survivor's guilt. Oh, Lord, survivor's guilt. You know, we just... There's a little boy that was in the paper yesterday right in Hopkinton. Um, Miles Andrew Tyson Bishop. Uh, five years old, passed away surrounded by love on Tuesday, February 18th. Miles came roaring into the world. Uh, beautiful little boy with glasses. And uh, I always read the death no, this is obituary. Right. There he is. And um, can you imagine the courageous start, uh, lover of mail, packages, pizza, mozzarella sticks, memory like an elephant, mm-hmm. uh, survived by his parents, leaves behind his parents, grandparents. Oh, goodness. Visiting hours will be tomorrow. And Memorial Service at Bryan University. But the part that I want to get to, by the way, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Shonda Petro. And I want to expand some of the things, the way you can help people. And this is, this is very, very important. Jody Lynn, Psychic Media, was in studio. Yesterday was the anniversary of the Station Nightclub mm. Fire. And when we first met, someone 
who lost a family member in that fire uh, went and saw you. I won't reveal who it is. I do keep confidences, obviously, for a lot of different reasons, right. but especially this. I would hope but so. What <laughs> I thought was, no, I do. What is so significant is she said you, in a way, taught her to listen and to be able to listen to her family member who she lost in the station nightclub fire. Mm-hmm. And what was as a result of this, and I don't want to give away any, but she, she developed a, a drinking problem after her family member passed away. Life went just total in a whirlwind, filled with such grief and sorrow. This person was supposed to, well, anyhow. Mm-hmm. But what I was so intrigued is, is now, she said, the death of the family member, the family member is almost like a guardian angel that right. she always has with her. And she has had tremendous strength from the whole thing. Can you touch on how, and we were touching, talking about a little bit off the air. I, I found that so intriguing, Jody Lynn, that you, you taught her how to listen and be able to receive from that person. Right. Talk about that. We, we all can do that. We people all, don't we, realize that. We, we all can do that. Um, and, and, but I think people are starting to pay attention. A lot of times when we lose a loved one, you're always looking for the big sign. You know, you want that big sign, you know, and and it doesn't necessarily happen that way. It's the little signs, you know. Um, I remember a story that I I had received from somebody that I sat with, and same thing. They lost somebody in the station fire. And uh, (laughs) for years, she couldn't drive by the site. She couldn't do it. It just, it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, And then that day she came to see me as she was going home. That was the first time she drove by the site, and <laughs> Great White came on the radio, and oh it was his and it was goodness. his song. Oh. So she, at that point, knew that that was his way of saying, you know, hey, good job, you did it, and I'm still here. Mm. You know, so it's the little things you have to pay attention to, the little inklings you get in, in your mind when life just seems like it is falling apart and horrible luck and everybody around you sick. Look for those little signs or just just breathe, just breathe. Before we go to the phones, what is it, though, also that I want to have people understand and branch you out a little bit mm-hmm. that something else that they should consider when again, folks, you can call psychic medium Jody Leonard 401. 401- 996-6343 is her office number. Mm-hmm. 996-6343 or her website is jodi-lynn.com. What's the other part of that? There, there's a lot about me I think I kind of want I want to let people in on. Um, I'm ordained. I get called a lot to yes. give last rites and yep. sit with those on hospice. Wow. Um, I spend a lot of my time volunteering doing that. Um, I spend a lot of time volunteering just to hey, so-and-so needs to speak to somebody right now. Okay, fine. You know, so I do a lot of that. Um, my psychic ability. And yes. That's utilized quite, quite a bit. It just giving people directions and insight. Direction. Direction and Talk insight. About that. Okay. Direction um, and insight. All right. You're trying to make a decision in your life. or that's you know, Right, exactly. And, and you want a little insight on what's possibly going to be lying ahead of front. You know, okay. obviously you, everybody has free will, but... Right utilize my psychic buildings you can have a psychic that's not a medium or a medium that's not a psychic i'm a combination of both so i use both of those abilities continuously throughout the 10 years i've been doing this mm. plus i'm a life coach and a yes. spiritual coach and yep. <laughs> you know, that's just a whole bunch of stuff i like direction and insight let's go to the right. phones then, mm-hmm. folks and let's uh give them a chance to talk to you all right uh you're up first good afternoon you're on the john DePietro show with psychic medium jody lynn hello 
Hi there. Go right ahead. Um, could you tell me where my mom is? It's kind of a, I mean, I don't know. A vague, vague. That's a little, <laughs> little vague. Could you, t I mean, you know, could you um, talk a little bit more than that? Um, well, I just want to know if she's okay. If your mom is okay. And did your mom yeah. already cross over, sweetheart? Yeah. Okay. I just have to, I have to make clear on that because I have worked on missing persons and all that. So mm. I just want to understand how when, I'm turning when did she in. Pass? What's, okay. your, what's your first name? Jerry. Jerry. And when did she pass away, Jerry? Um, in April. It'll be a year coming up in April. Coming up a year in April. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that, Jerry. Thank you. Okay. So hold on one second. All right. Okay. All right. So she's acknowledging three in the circle. So I don't know if there was three siblings, you know, three of her children or um, if you have three. But I am getting the number three first and foremost. Okay. Um, so I need you to keep that in mind. Um, hold hey, Jerry, on you got to turn your radio down, okay? Jerry, turn your radio down. Okay. Yeah, it's I can hear myself. Yeah. Throws it off. Okay. All right. Okay. Hold on one second. All right. So what I'm actually getting now, I don't analyze anything that pops in because I know it's not my thought. You know, it might be connected to you or your family members or so such. So she is actually holding my lips shut. So that kind of, when they do that, that's almost like symbolism for they were nonverbal or they didn't get to speak at the time of their passing. Okay. So I am getting that kind of feeling attached as well. Okay. Um, so if you or anybody else in your circle, um, we all carry guilt when we lose somebody, obviously, but um, if somebody's carrying a heavier guilt because something was not said or you didn't get a chance to say something, that's their way of basically saying it's okay. All right? Um, hold on one second. And hold on. She's given me the month of January to give to you as well. So I don't know what the connection is to the month of January within your circle or the first of any month. But that's kind of a prevalent date as well. All right, Jerry. Thank you for the call, Jerry. Folks, 766-1380-401-766-1380. If you'd like to speak with Jody Lynn, remember, you can call her office at 401-996-6343. 401-996-6343. Or visit her website. It's jodi-lynn.com. I'm going to go to the phones again, but I'm just if, when you do call in, please turn your radio down. Uh, so then we can um, hear you, uh, have your full attention. Let's go back to the phones. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show with psychic medium Jody Lynn. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Go right ahead. You're talking right with Jody. Hey, Jody. It's Eileen. Hey, Eileen. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Those were some delicious cookies. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I liked my little treat. Okay, so it's good to hear your voice. Um, so hold on one second, sweetheart. So you, um, today I'm kind of mixing it up a little bit. Do you need a little insight into a situation, or are you trying to connect with a loved one that you've lost? Um, whatever you see, I'm, I'm open. Okay, all right, so if you're open, in, <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, so the first thing I guess it's definitely going to be a shift within your career or your job within the next couple of weeks. This is something that you've already been kind of like debating back and forth about, but I actually see a step up and a step to the side, okay? So when they give me something that has a green hue to it, I always think of a go light, like that's healing, go forward, move forward, okay? All right? So that's the first thing that, that I'm kind of getting. Now, the second thing that I'm getting, too, is a woman behind me, and she's got, like, this real deep, raspy-sounding cough, almost like when you have that fluid in your chest, you know, and you're trying to get it up. 
and it's not coming up. Um, she's standing right beside me to my left, right? She's got her hand on my shoulder. And she wants me to tell you that you did a good job and you made a good choice in a recent decision that was tough for you to make within the last two weeks. You understand? I do. Okay. All right. Okay, good job. All right, I'll talk to you later, sweetheart. Love thank, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the call, folks. 766-1380, if you'd like to talk with uh, psychic medium Jody Lynn. Again, you can call her office and talk to her and make an appointment to see her at 401-996-6343. 401-996-6343. Or visit her website. It's jodi-lynn.com. Jody-lynn.com. Talk a little bit about, um, I think that's that's so important, um, direction and insight yeah. that you can offer people yeah. and give them. Talk about that a little bit because it's not all about uh, someone that has passed away and someone that they've lost. No, no. It's it's completely different. Um, a lot of times, like, one will ro- roll into the other. Like, their loved ones will give me information to give to them for guidance yep. and to bring about a level of peace. Yes. Um, but, yeah, we have, or I have the ability of what they call foresight. Um, so you could come to me with um, my life's in chaos or I need to make a decision, and I can actually sit down and I can break down and hand back to you bits and pieces of your past and what's still connected and what what is hindering you what's holding you back what's going on right now what do you need to pay attention to what paths going to be laid before you what to watch out for um what to shift and and the positives so it's, it's a combination of everything my clients actually call it the spiritual butt kicking <laughs> i like that now on your website that i'm on looking at right now mm-hmm. i mean there's so many different elements to it words of healing yeah uh mystic blog um and then talk about also i like the fact that there's certain things that people have to kind of get into uh, a mental mode if they really want to but you know the way you explain it makes sense but in some ways you know people need to um understand that that a lot of times in order to fully sort things out We've learned from you, so much of it is you have to, like, learn to listen. Would you say that's fair? That's it, yeah. You have to learn to listen. You have to learn to have faith. You know, not everything's mapped out before us, you know? Um, Without giving away uh, some of the people that you've um, um, seen over the holidays, I know that, uh, you know, there's different things that really trigger people. Valentine's is one of the things Mm -hmm. that just came up. Right. And... How could it be of someone who um, that that they could learn to just kind of listen or look for certain signs if they would take the time to kind of step back and do that? How could they learn to do that? Yes. Um, be patient with themselves first and foremost. Be kind to themselves, you know, because after after you lose somebody, whether it's um, a death, a divorce, uh, a separation, a breakup, the the first thing that always happens is you always look back and say, okay, I should have did this differently. I could have did that. So it, it's almost like we self sabotage ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to heal, you know. So so once we kind of come to peace with certain things. Um, and learn to kind of breathe and, and have that clear mind. It's amazing what you can actually hear within yourself, number one. But number two, like just the sensations and the feelings and, and the different signs that you're going to be more privy to. One of the emails, and again, folks, in studio is psychic medium Jody Lynn. You can call her office, make an appointment at 401 996 6343. You can leave a message, 996 6343. 
or you can also go to her website and learn more about her, get in touch with her that way, book. Uh, book an appointment that way. It's J-O-D-I hyphen L-Y-N-N dot com, J-O-D-I hyphen L-Y-N-N dot com. Um, it was right after Christmas when I received an email from someone that um, was thanking me. There's no reason to, but she said she'd heard you on with me and she finally, she wanted to go. Her sister wouldn't go. She wanted to communicate with her mother that had passed away. And then after hearing you, she finally had the courage to go. And I won't get into the details, um, but she said it, it just has completely changed her life and her perspective since her mother has passed away. Do you hear that quite a bit? I do, but I don't absorb it because I'm just Jody. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. You know, I, it makes my heart feel good that I'm helping and, and people can make that statement and, and continue to live after they feel like they really don't want to anymore. And what about what I also found kind of sad about that, and I didn't communicate it to her, but um, was just that she wanted to go, but her sister was then like holding her back from right. it. But it's something that we have kind of talked about, and that is that like everyone has a different relationship, maybe, and, and it does not to cast aspersions, but you know, it's possible the sister didn't have the relationship with the mother mm-hmm. that this particular person did. People have to then just decide, I- I'm going to do this for myself. And not so much, this is not to me something you got to follow the crowd. And at some point, too, maybe the other sister wasn't quite ready. Sure. Like I do explain that a lot to people, too. They're like, how do I know when, it, when it's time to come? And I'm like, you're going to get a tap on your head hmm. that you really can't deny. It's like, you know, all of a sudden my face will just show up. Like, I did hear a story many, many years ago. This woman's mom, she was bedridden for a couple of months. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, the mom ended up passing away. Mm. As the daughter, no exaggeration, I can find the woman and she'll tell you herself. No, no, right? go ahead. She's cleaning out the mother's bedroom. My business card was in her nightstand drawer. Oh, my draw. goodness. The mother never went anywhere. Wow. So the daughter knew, okay, there's a reason why I found this card in sure. her drawer. And we ended oh. up meeting and mm. sitting. And so they'll make it very clear when somebody is ready and when they're not ready. A lot of times you might hear, too, that, you know, um, you know, those that we've lost, they, you know, it takes them six months to come forward. That's, that's not true. Hmm. I've had them when they're in comers and making the transition. It's because we need the six months to start the grieving period. I see. That's interesting on the six-month thing. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to squeeze in one okay. more call. And good afternoon. You're on the John DiPietro show with psychic medium Jody Lynn. Hello. Yeah, yes, good afternoon. Um, uh, Jenny, um, I, what do you need from me? Do you need my birthday? Oh, no, I don't need your, your birthday. Hi. <laughs> um, the, only reason I, the only reason I say that is because it's my birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> I would sing to you, but you would probably hang up on me, but no, it's no, okay. No, it. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Um, so just the first just the first name of anyone who's crossed over that you'd like um, to try to connect with? Yes, Ken. Ken. Okay. All right. So when I go to Ken, now keep in mind I have no control over who steps forward or what they want to talk about. Okay. But when I go to Ken, I automatically get the scent of wood, you know, so either he worked with wood or he was handy with wood. Um, You know, that carpentry set, like when you're putting in kitchen cupboards or something. You know, yes, yes, uh, that's yes, my, that's yes. my connection with him, and that's the scent that he's actually giving me. So I need you to pay attention. Like if you're in Stop and Shop or somewhere, and all of a sudden you're smelling like cabin tree and wood, that's something yes. he might give you when he's around you. Okay. That, that, that was his profession. Oh, he got. That was his right. profession. Wow. Yes. 
Yes, and, and kitchen cabinets in particular. Yes, yes. Well, happy birthday, my friend, wow. and just know that oh, he's nearby. You. You're very welcome. Okay, okay thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Right. That's amazing. Folks, again, you can call. That was his profession. You can call psychic medium Jody Lynn. You Stop showing off. 401-996-6343. 401-996-6343. Or log on to our website. It's J-O-D-I hyphen L-Y-N-N dot com. Great to see you. Thank you All so right. much. I'll see you next month. All right, folks. It's John DePietro. A lot more head on this Friday. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Ma, when are we getting the heat back? As soon as... Local propane company. Delivers. Last time that took three days. At least it's not as cold as inside. I'm propane man and I got a plan. I'm going to help you with your gas. If your service is lame, we don't play that game. We're going to be there in a flash. If your heat is out, just give us a shot with a company you can trust. Brittle makes it never keep it a green. You can always count on us. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. That's right, folks. Propane Plus. Call them today. They want to be your propane provider. Two locations, Rehoboth, East Greenwich. Call Propane Plus today at 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Tim Johnson and his family, folks, so much experience. Call Propane Plus today at 401 401- 885-4209. The leading provider of propane is Propane Plus. Underground tanks, full service, automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, all propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked-in rates through the Plus Plan, discounts for builders, installation and service for heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers, and furnaces. Propane Plus. Call them today at 401-885-4209. Serving Rhode Island in southern New England, in southeastern Mass, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, 
business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, folks, the weather is certainly getting better. It is, my goodness. And now is the time. Start to look outside. What do you say we get rid of some of that green algae and mildew that maybe is on the side of your home or on your building? What you want to do is you want to contact Bethel Softwash. And you can text them for a same-day free consultation. Jared at Bethel Softwash at 401-617-2585, 617-2585. Look for them, look for them on Facebook. Residential specialist, biodegradable plant safe solution. And it's low pressure. And it's so simple with Jared at Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. They will get rid of Bethel Softwash. Soft washing is the low pressure system, will not harm the side of your home. Removes those biological elements, right? The green algae, the moss, Bethel certified soft wash. Train team will come out and wash away the green algae, the mildew. Call today, free, same day estimate. You can take a picture and then send the picture on your phone saying, what's it going to cost to get rid of this that's on the side of my home? 401-617-2585. Look for them on Facebook. I also put it on my Facebook. It's B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Friday. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. Call them today, 401-714-8478, 401-714-8478. Family owned and operated over 20 years. Do you need a plumber? Plumbing emergency? Call Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. Whether it's for tank, repair and maintenance, bathroom remodel, hot water tanks, Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland, 401-714-8478, Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. Phone lines are open. 766-1380. We have um, Michael Joyce, who's with the Republican National Committee. He's going to join me at one. Uh, huge week for the Trump campaign. Terrible week for the Bloomberg campaign. And I just can't get enough of it, folks. But again, phone lines are open. 766-1380. We'll open things up. Anything you want to talk about between now and two o'clock. Uh, this has been really a incredible week regarding the... Um, that, that was so enjoyable to watch regarding the, um, the takedown of Bloomberg the other night. And I, I just can't stop reading about it. I mean, every article I read, Bloomberg promises to keep fighting. Part of it is, I admit, and also, also let me say uh, good afternoon to everyone. If you're on Facebook, 
um, find my Facebook page. We always have the Facebook Live going, and you can be part of that and uh, leave comments and interact with the program as well. Let me do a quick, um, well, well, we don't know. Let's wait till he's indicted first. Uh, there's uh, Johnny Hockey, there's Taylor, there's Ola, Chris Moran, that's right, uh, Ken DuPont, and a lot more. Thumbs up to uh, everybody. Uh, now, let's wait till there's an indictment first. Is he going to do jail time? Well, why don't we, let's wait till the indictment. But we are on Mattiello Indictment Watch. That's what is definitely going on on this Friday. As um, uh, the grand jury, they uh, took some more testimony. How embarrassing for the state police that that former captain of the state police, Jim Demers, at the center of this whole thing with Mattiello, called in front of the grand jury. The Providence Journal reported that. I want to make sure I give them proper credit for it. Uh, but it also, at the same time, it does show, and I respect the colonel of the state police, Colonel Manny, that they are demonstrating that no one is above the law. That no one is above the law. So what? That Demers is a part of the Mattiello crime family and he's a former state trooper. That guy reportedly uh, would carry that around all the time. Like, I'm invincible. You can't touch me. I'm a, I'm a former captain of the state police. Guess again. As he's dragged in front of the grand jury. But I love this Bloomberg stuff. Bloomberg promises to keep fighting. His aura suddenly shattered. A defiant Michael Bloomberg sent a pointed message Thursday to the political world. See, I'm not buying it. I watched the debate. All the money he has is not going to stop what's, what's happening right now. It, it just isn't. Providence Journal editorial. Tough week for Bloomberg. For weeks, former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg has been carpet bombing. The presidential race, online television advertising, certainly can afford to. We all know, blah, 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 the $60 billion. He's already spent hundreds of millions of his own fortune to bankroll his campaign. No signs of turning off the spigot. So far, money has talked. Despite not even appearing on the ballot, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, been inching up in national polls. It's all because of name recognition. It's name recognition and him saying... I'm the guy that can beat President Trump. That's why Bloomberg has been inching up. Here's the problem. Anyone that watches it, and before the states, here's the thing, folks. People say, well, a lot of people, and I heard this, well, a lot of people didn't watch the Iowa debate. That's You don't watch the Iowa debate, the people that were going to vote in Iowa. And then that had an impact on the race. People were saying, well, you know, not that many people watched the New Hampshire debate. Wrong again. The New Hampshire debate who that huge numbers in New Hampshire, and it did have impact, right? Bernie won, Mayor Pete second, Amy Klobuchar third, who did well. By the way, I think those two are done with. And then it was Elizabeth fourth, Elizabeth Warren fourth, and Joe Biden, Vice President Biden was fifth. But this notion, people are saying, well, but people, uh, more people didn't see it than I, like it's every excuse in the book. If you watch that, I am telling you right now, and I like to call balls and strikes, right? What does the website say? He tells it like it is. I, I am telling you, the reason Bernie Sanders is winning, he is the best candidate on that stage. I'm not saying I would vote for him. On that stage, he's better than Elizabeth Warren in that setting. He's a better candidate. Bernie, Senator Bernie Sanders is a better candidate than Vice President Biden, than Mayor Pete, who I can't stand, Senator Amy Klobuchar. I mean, the two of them fighting at each other. I like how someone said it's like a, it's like a um, murder-suicide, the two of them. I mean, they're both going nowhere. Somehow their consultants both told them, like, you need to take her, knock her out of the race to get her share. It's not going anywhere. 
Senator Bernie Sanders is he was the best one on the stage. He consistently is the best one on the stage. He's getting stronger. They're not going to stop him. They're not going to stop him in any way. Hold on. Let me um, back to the uh, editorial. So far, money is talk, blah, blah, blah. But as the Beatles saying, money can't buy me love and it cannot necessarily buy elections. Bloomberg's weak performance Wednesday night at the debate, as well as the distribution of recordings of some of his offensive remarks, have led many Democrats to question whether he can vanquish President Trump. He can't. One can tell President Trump fears Bloomberg the most by the amount of Twitter vitriol he dumps on him. I don't agree with that. Unfortunately, Bloomberg has displayed the habit of many extremely rich people, including Trump, speaking his mind, consequences be damned. And what he says tends to betray another sin of the super uh, rich, a healthy dose of arrogance. Bloomberg on farming. I could teach anybody, even people in this room, no offense, to be a farmer. It's a process. You dig a hole, you put a seed in, you put dirt on it, add water, up comes the corn. These tinned remarks are unlikely to go over well in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Listen, he's not going to be the nominee. Listen to me. Bernie Sanders is going to be the nominee, and they're not going to stop him at the convention. I don't care what, what Wendy Schiller says or Governor Amundo. I'm telling you right now. I called it four years ago. I said four years ago, they're not stopping Trump. There's no way. And this is going to be Trump versus Sanders. And you're a Trump supporter. I, 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 you should not guarantee. We're going to talk to Michael Joyce. Do not take this guy lightly. He is very skilled on stage. Very skilled. A consistent message. He is a likable curmudgeon. Where people see someone, I heard someone saying, you know, people don't like that he yells. People seem to look at him, young people look at him like it's their grandfather saying something. And I don't mean that, that's not a bad thing. It's his way. He's very effective on the debate stage and not to be taken lightly. But anyone that thinks that Mayor Mike Bloomberg is going to defeat that guy is not paying attention. Bloomberg is going to get pummeled worse Tuesday night. Consider Bloomberg's take on the racial dimension. You know, and he's apologizing on stop and frisk. The journal writes after Wednesday's debate is Bloomberg came off as prickly and aloof. That's who he is. Bloomberg's flaws leave Democrats in a pickle. Frontrunner Bernie Sanders of Vermont, self-decribed socialist, would seem to be too left-wing to beat Trump. Former Vice President Joe Biden seems to be fading. Sadly, President Trump is probably pleased with the way things are shaping up. That's a journal editorial. They're not beating him. Now, it is true. I was saying that I think the ticket is going to be Bernie Sanders and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. And it is true they're both from New England. I, that is true. So I, I'm open to maybe you go with Camilla Harris from California, even though she's long off. I, I, Elizabeth Warren is a lot. And I don't like I don't take any job. I would never vote for her. But boy, she she tuned him up the other night. Uh, just some of the headlines. And again, Bloomberg bombs first debate test, <laughs> raising questions about his viability. Whew. Did he ever. Uh, I like this. Bloomberg's presence has also helped instill fresh clarity and energy to the campaign of Senator Elizabeth Warren. If he's reaching in his pocket, spending 100 million, she said on The View, to try to erase every, everyone's memory of what happened. 
Or she said, I'll bet he's reaching into his pocket, spending $100 million more in advertising. She is going to tune him up again. Mike Bloomberg, what do they talk about? They rail against billionaires. And suddenly, see, Tom Steyer, someone said to me, why did they go after Tom Steyer? Because he's a nobody. Because he's not spending money like Bloomberg. But Bloomberg is the pinata they're waiting for. He's in the wrong party. He shouldn't be on that stage. They're never going to embrace him. Never. It's different. You know what else is different is everyone keeps saying, I'm seeing 2016 all over again. I don't. This is different. This is far different than you. you I'm not comparing this with, um, with what happened in 16. I, I'm, not, I'm not seeing the same thing as President Trump because President, uh, President Trump's, candidate Trump's in 2016, his, his proposals were more, there were more people in the Republican Party behind it. I don't know. I, I just don't see it the same as that. But do you, and did anyone stop President Trump? They're not stopping Bernie Sanders. They're not. Uh, I can't wait for Tuesday night. He's going to get pounded all over again. Listen to this about Bloomberg. On Wednesday night, he staggered through a defense as Warren lashed him for declining to encourage former employees to detail their experiences publicly if they so choose. At one point, I, I mentioned that. He said, well, you know, maybe they, they, a joke I didn't like. People close to the campaign conceded the issue had the potential to shadow his candidacy for weeks or longer. Now, um, he, they did prep him. He just bombed. But he's going to bomb again. He shouldn't have been in that debate. When, when they write about this, he should not have been in that debate. By, if he was not in the debate, it doesn't get the numbers. Warren doesn't get an infuse of money. And the field would have narrowed. But now no one's getting out. Let me get Bloomberg's advisors were less certain it helped others also hoping to appeal to more moderate independent voters like Mayor Pete, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and Vice President Joe Biden. Some Bloomberg advisors said it was a conscious choice to largely refrain from attacking anyone besides Sanders. Reasoning the Vermont senators on the cusp of an unstoppable breakthrough. If he wins Nevada on Saturday, tomorrow, and it's a strong, he's going to win South Carolina. What appears to be the only camp. We appear to be the only campaign that sees that Bernie's poised to capture the Democrat nomination, said Kevin Sheiky, Bloomberg's campaign manager. I like this line. I'm not sure if there's a difference between see, seeing that too late and acquiescing. Um, in Utah, Bloomberg suggests that Sanders hand-waving and finger-pointing was running a campaign rec- based on reckless empty premises. The crowds don't care. Now, the Wall Street Journal writes, Bernie's medical stonewall. Everyone agrees Bloomberg had an awful debate as Democrats took turns flogging him for offenses against woke progressivism. The painful experience should convince the businessman that he can't win the nomination with his current strategy of contrition and leftward policy lunge. How about running instead as a capitalist with liberal values? Bloomberg, the moral capitalist. That's the name of it in the Wall Street Journal. I agree with that. I said, what are you apologizing? They had the guy apologizing that he's a billionaire. Again, I love that Washington Post story. One Mike Bloomberg spent $340 million on carefully polished ads. The other one was in the debate. And people are saying, which one is he? I love this New York Times story. that So they're going to try to completely retool him. They're going to completely try to retool him. For the South Carolina debate, which is, I mean, now you have a real problem, right? 
Now you got a real problem. Now he doesn't know how to react. This is not as easy as it looks. It's definitely not. Debating is one of those things. He's been aloof with the media. <coughs> he is arrogant. They rely on talking points. Um, he was not the same guy that was in all those ads. So in that way, the ads hurt him. I'm telling you, this thing is over. I, 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 I no, he's not stopping. He is not stopping Bernie Sanders. No way, no how. Bernie Sanders is going to win the California primary. Someone said, well, a Democrat always does. I said, I know, but he's going to win. He is running the table. Bloomberg is fueling. What happens sometimes with a fire and they say don't open a window? It, you know, it brings air in, the oxygen on it. That's what's happening with the race. In recent days, Sanders polling has spiked in key states after a strong showing in Iowa and New Hampshire. Bloomberg's advisors say they believe Sanders is likely to become unstoppable if he wins by more than 10 percentage points in California. Huge amount of delegates. He is going to win big there. They're hopeful that Elizabeth Warren could expand her support even into the base. Someone was saying, I don't think Elizabeth Warren, you get two people from New England. I, I don't know. That could be the case. Uh, those who closely watched Bloomberg's time as mayor were far less surprised. You know, there's another piece in uh, the New York Times. I think this is really interesting. And they call it, it's actually in the Sunday New York Times. Um, <coughs> hold on, let me just get into this. I love this. I, I'm laughing out loud reading all these articles. And only because Ramundo thought she was so smart coming out and endorsing him. They write, it only took minutes for the pummeling of former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg to commence a Wednesday's debate. I'd like to talk about his running against a billionaire, blah, 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 fat broads, horse-faced lesbian. I'm talking about Mike Bloomberg. Bloomberg stood there like a deer in headlights as his rivals went after him for his demeaning comments about women, non-disclosure agreements, blah, blah, blah. Stop and frisk. He had no clever retorts, much less competent responses. It was painful to watch. <laughs> Not since Jeb Bush stumbled over a question in 2015 on whether the war in Iraq was a mistake has the candidate been so woefully unprepared for such an obvious line of questioning. Bloomberg never smiled. He rolled his eyes. He was not likable or prepared. Who does that sound like? Sounds like Ramundo. Although she would be prepared. She's actually a pretty good debater. Uh I love that, though. He was not likable or prepared. His best moments came during the long stretches in which the other candidates attacked one another while he effectively disappeared from the debate. Was it a mortal blow? Never counted anyone who has billions of dollars to burn. But Bloomberg's disastrous debate performance capped a catastrophic week in which his effort to claim the electability lane was severely damaged. Listen to this, folks. Again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I, I love uh, reading this stuff. And I, Tuesday night, he's going to get it worse. You know what's... The, <clears throat> do you remember 2000? Every time Al Gore showed up, he was a different Al Gore. First, he was sighing about the lockbox and everything else. Um, it was comical. So they're going to have Bloomberg complete... Watch, he's going to be smiling. Um, to beat President Trump, Democrats must do three things. First, energize the African-American voters who turned out for Barack Obama but did not vote for Hillary. Second, they must win back blue-collar Democrats who voted twice for Obama. And third, they must hold on to the votes of suburban women who defected from the GOP. Bloomberg is alienating all three groups. <laughs> this is who Raimondo endorsed. 
This is who Raimondo's the co-chair, by the way. That's the way she should be described from now on in the media. Gina Raimondo, co-chair of the Bloomberg campaign. Talk about, but you know, look at look at how desperate he was. She's the least popular governor. Here's the piece in the uh, Sunday um, New York Times. The billionaire election. Does the world belong to them or to us? Bernie Sanders wants to get rid of them. <coughs> Excuse me. Amy Klobuchar is fine with them, but wants them to pay somewhat higher taxes. Biden promises that under him nothing would fundamentally change. Tom Steyer is one of them. Wouldn't be in the race if he wasn't but slightly embarrassed about it. Elizabeth Warren wants to break up the companies that made many of them in the first place. Bloomberg's trying to become a president largely based on the basis of being one. And it would take Pete Buttigieg thousands of years to become one. And waiting across the aisle, Donald Trump's claim he's one of them. And they're talking about billionaires. The Democrat debate on Wednesday made it clear at an event this November's election has become the billionaire referendum. Which should be impossible to vote without taking a stand on extreme wealth in a democracy. The word billionaire, listen to this, folks. Whatever you're doing right now, this author is on to something. I was saying this yesterday. And I'm going to repeat this at 1254. You can call in, 766-1380. He is exactly right. This November election is going to be a referendum on extreme wealth in a democracy. A billionaire referendum. You know, the word billionaire came up more often than China, America's leading geopolitical competitor. It came up more than immigration, and it came up more than the word climate. The word billionaire came up in that debate more than China, immigration, and climate. Warren dominated the night. By framing Bloomberg's campaign as a bid to, quote, substitute one arrogant billionaire for another. When Sanders later confirmed his view that billionaires should not exist, Chuck Todd asked, Mayor Bloomberg, should you exist? (laughs) Bloomberg said, I worked very hard for it and I'm giving it away. (coughs) I love that. Voters being treated to a vast range of answers to the question. Billionaires are less than a major topic than the total atmosphere of it. It's not just the politicians from Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg to Jeff Bezos and Rupert Murdoch. Billionaires are the captains of an economy whose cruelties have given this year's populist verge. Uh, boogie people for some candidates, bankrolls for others. Um, let's tax them down to mere millionaire status. Let's put them in charge of everything as soon as possible. You know, this writer also brings up a very interesting question. I hope it it comes out in the debate in South Carolina next Tuesday night. If you're president, by the end of your presidency, do you say that there'll be more billionaires in the country or less? That is a great question. If I could ask one debate, raise your hand if you want there to be more billionaires at the end of your presidency than the start. Raise your hand if you want fewer billionaires. Then same question, but applied to millionaires. I think it would be revealing. uh, revealing. Ballooning anti-billionaire sentiment is galvanizing billionaires. Some have been motivated to go on television and cast their critics as naive and un-American. That is true. We've talked about that. Leon Cooperman, 
some of the others in New York. There was never a way for Bloomberg to run as anything but Mr. Billionaire. The pitch he landed on was this. I'll be the only kid in the race who isn't corruptible. <laughs> nope. That's what he is. That's why he's in the wrong race. He, he's, he's never going to win. But what I, I think, folks, and again, we're going to talk to uh, Michael Joyce for the Republican Party. But what I think, I believe, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. Um, <clears throat> I, I believe, now as much as we can discount, and I was thinking initially, boy, may, uh, President Trump against Bernie Sanders, it's going to be capitalism versus socialism. But I think there is, I think there are signs that there is a anti-rich sediment building in society. I really do. And, and I think this piece is a brilliant piece. It's the billionaire referendum, the billionaire election. Does the world belong to them or to us? You know, I mentioned on social media, right? You have all these people. Look, California right now is filled with people who don't want to work. They don't want to work. Or they don't want to work that hard. And they still want to have, you know, decent housing and decent health care. Um, I believe there's a growing sediment. And who's going to step forward to really defend the wealthy, right? When people see people on Instagram and Facebook and social media and these expensive homes and the expensive cars or that rapper that could shot had the stack of money or, you know, Kim Kardashian that was wearing all the expensive. I, I think what Bernie Sanders could, could really catch wind on or, or ride, which could be dangerous, is who's going to really step forward to, to defend them? Um, I, I think there are a lot of people where there's resentment towards wealth. I really do. And I think there's more than people realize. And that's what I think it's about. As much as you and I may say, listen, we don't want, and even Bloomberg said, listen, socialism failed, capital, uh, communism failed. But there's a lot of people that hard to, you know, the, 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 the Twin River crowd. They're not too keen on, you know, working the full day. There's a lot of people like that. All right. Next hour, though, this was a big week for President Trump. And I love the fact he was amused at watching the debate the other night. He said he was telling people he knew that Bloomberg was going to be a disaster. We're going to talk to Mike Joyce. The power hour is next. And I tell you, this all builds up to Tuesday night. He is going to step in and they're going to pound him again. All right, we'll have our guest next hour, then more of your phone calls, 766-1380. It's John DePietro. Stay with us. Final hour is ahead next. We are an official Rhode Island inspector.